Hello everyone, this is Sam Ryan Hidari, the host of the Six Lies and Lawyers. Today we have another guest that has changed his life and turned it around. Michael Ocho is a pastor and an actor and a wrestling fan. Okay, welcome to the show, Michael. Not today. a fan, a wrestler. Re oh, you're a wrestler. <laughs> I'm a pro wrestler. Oh, yeah. okay, pro wrestler. Okay, yeah. so tell me a little bit about yourself. All right, uh, basically, I'm going to give a short version because if I gave you the long version, it'd be probably longer than an hour. Um, I was um, I was born in Tucson, Arizona, raised in California, and uh, grew up without a father, um, grew up with a lot of anger. Um, back when, in the, nine, in the 80s and 90s, gangs were prevalent, and um, I, um, I joined gangs because um, I had a twisted view of love. I had a lot of hate. Um, because my father was never around, because um, he wasn't present in my life, and um, I joined gangs at a very young age. And got what age you joined? Uh, man, I got arrested. I remember very first arrest was seventh grade in Los Angeles uh, for dealing drugs, and um, and um, from then on, it was in and out of juvie. Okay. And um, a lot of people say that uh, you're supposed to get rehabilitated in prison and juvie, but in fact. Um, it makes you a better criminal. Uh, how come? Uh, what was your experience about that? I just as a taught, I was taught how to do stuff and not get caught. Um, oh, okay. uh, inside they, they teach you stuff, and um, at a very young age I was I was taught um, how to how to not get caught by police, how to not get caught by the law, how to do it better, and um, and um, it's just it's just a situation where you're an example of it. What do you learn over there? Uh, because just, people just think that what you learn. Yeah, how I learned. The I learned. Can teach I learned how to. Yeah, I learned how to. They never to, had the experience out there. How they can teach each other to not to get caught. Uh, just basically um, where to sell drugs, where not to sell drugs, who not to sell to, um, how to how to pack drugs, how to do drugs, every single thing you need to know um, as a as a. Um, I learned how to um, be more aggressive towards people. Um, I learned how to like uh, I don't know in prison I learned I became a meaner uh, I would say meaner batter person uh, because in there it's kind of like fight for your life back in that time as even a juvenile as, even as a kid yeah wow okay so what uh, when was the last time you did time you got uh, it's been it's been a while now in my twenties twenty years I'm, yeah I've been out yeah 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 I'm forty five now so okay. um, a little less than twenty. 20 mm. and you are high ranking the gangs or yeah just, I, uh, I um, in prison um, and I, I'm sure you know you're from California yeah. um, prisons uh, were separated by race mm -hmm. uh, you got the you got um, the white um, the white gangs the Mexican gangs and the black gangs Blacks and the Armenians recently yeah. that they are welcomed yeah. by the Mexican gangs yeah I heard yeah. yes yes and um, and basically um, we were we it's well known if you didn't click up back in the days um, you were like an open target, and um, I clicked up, and I um, I did a lot of bad stuff and horrible stuff that I'm not proud of. In the prison? Um, yeah, you're you're if you don't do certain stuff, they threaten your family, and they threaten your loved ones, and, um, and so basically, I I had this no fear thing that I wasn't afraid of nothing. I was gonna do whatever I was told to do, and I rose up pretty quick because everyone knew that Ocho meant business. Oh. Okay, so when you were out, uh, because you told me that before the show that you are a pre uh, pastor right now. Yeah. And you live in Texas? I live in Texas now, yeah. Okay, what took you to Texas? 
All right. So from ba- California. Basically, when I did change my life, I decided that um, it was like Groundhog Day, living the same life over and over again. Because mm-hmm. I came out and I still did. I still sold drugs. I was a heroin addict. I was after um, we came out. Yeah, I was a heroin addict. I used to speedball, uh, which is mixing cocaine and heroin. Oh. Um, I had two heart attacks in my early 30s. Um, I OD'd. Um, I still was a womanizer. I still, um, I, I hurt people for money that owed me money. And um, I decided one day that I just had enough. It was the same day, the same thing over and over, um, Groundhog Day. And I wanted to change my life. And um, I finally did. I met my wife, um, who um, introduced me to um, religion and God. And um, when I heard the message of a God who can um, forgive anybody, no matter who they are or what they did, it changed my whole life where I wanted to be different. And so um, I became a pastor, a minister first, a pastor next. And now I, um, I try and help people. I, I used to be a taker, and now um, I'm a giver. giver. I'm a giver, and um, I do homeless ministry. I do prison ministry. I was a chaplain in uh, Florence Prison, and um, I um, I do movies, and that's that's. What yeah, I was you told to. me that you play in the movies as well. You played in several movies. Yeah, one of them. Uh, what, what was the most recent one? Um, the most recent one I'm doing right now is called On American Soil, and that has to do with human trafficking, and it shows um, the dangers and what's, what's your, going what's on. What's your role about? Uh, of course, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> you know, the, it's typecasting. It's typecasting, but um, I get paid. But you are good at it. Actually, you you are so natural. Uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> you I'm paid. I'm it. paid to be typecasted. Yes. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, that's what led me to Texas. Was um, I'm an actor now. Um, I was blessed to be an actor. Um, I've been in over 180 movies and TV shows. 180 movies. Yeah, and um and I'm also a pro wrestler now. I own I I'm a I'm half owner of a of a Let me ask promotion. you something. 180 movies since you came out of the prison? Uh yeah, 180 and that's just within and the last And which one you had the major role or um, the second or the so, third or the first? So, role? almost all my movies I'm a lead actor. I'm one of the either the lead uh good guy or the lead bad guy. And I'm a, I'm a SAG actor, which is a union actor. And um, so I get, I've played with some big actors in Hollywood now, and and I played with in small indie films too. Any film that is coming out that is pending um, right now? Uh, right now, Other like I said, American on American Soil. Soil, I'm doing another one called um, The American Coyote being filmed in San Antonio. Um, I have, I even do comedies. I have one called Tapeworm Z with, uh, with, with Perry, uh, the director, um, and I have, uh, man, so many. Running the Bases was just in theaters. It's a faith-based movie uh, having to do with baseball. But again, I was typecasted as a villain. <laughs> uh, I'm the villain in that one. That one was just in theaters. I've been in another one in theaters called Al Coyote with um, the late Tom Sizemore. Wow. And, um, and then um, I'm thinking, oh, man, I've been in so many films. The main one I need to talk about is John Light. John Light, okay. And that um, is a mirror kind of, of, of almost my... Uh, my testimony where I've come from because it's a prison ministry movie. Oh, okay. And, that's um, a right role that you uh, is your real life right now. You're a minister, actually. Yeah, Go to the and prisons. So, and so that one co-stars Dean Cain, who plays my probation officer. And um, that movie he, has... He is your real probation officer. No, no. He, he is... Or um, he's playing he plays that, my probation yeah, okay. officer in that. Um, that movie is important to me because it's touched so many people and helped so many people because it, it, the message is that that um, even in, 
when you've done bad things in your life, even when um, when society deems you that you're that you're not worthy, um, you can change your life. You can turn it around, and um, you can be given second chances. Um, I see that you have a lot of tattoos that I'm familiar with. Okay, so. Yeah. People recognize those tattoos, and they think that possibly you are a part of the game. Yeah. They say, how do you react with that? Because i never been in that situation. Someone look at me and say, oh, oh this guy is scary. He's going to do something to me. Yeah. So I, you, you get that feeling sometimes, yes, in the places that you go, and people, they don't know you personally, and you mm -hmm. make that such an impression. Mm -hmm. I, do get, I do get judged at first. But um, as soon as I talk, they know I'm different. They know that I'm not about that life anymore. Um, I've, a I've been asked many times if, um, if you could change your tattoos, if you could get them removed, would you? And I say no every time because yeah, my tattoo... It reminds you of your past. It reminds me of my past and where I'm never going back. back. And also, it opens up gateways to help others who came from the same uh, place and background that I came from because I get more respect... Um, from people who have lived that life um, they lend me their ear they're they're able to hear my story because they're like man if this guy came from where i came from he was one of the worst of the worst the the person with the most black heart but he was able to change um that that opens up doorways right there and uh my, my like i said my my main goal in life now is to help people help people what about the law enforcement if you just see you that's a challenging issue yes when they see well, you the first time law enforcement I, I, they, they judge you it, right it away happens. It because happens. they know all this thing it happens and i tell them who i am i work with a lot of law enforcement now like mm -hmm. i was just in up, what capacity i was just up in uh, phoenix and um we had this huge youth rally where the police are coming in and helping with mental health and with uh drug awareness and stuff and they brought me in as a speaker um showing that um with, with me telling that that life is not a life they want to go to that life is not something that's going to be good or lead to good. And um, I come in, um, they were talking about me having coming in and talking to, to um, some of the police officers as well. And, and um, when they hear it from you, it's different from the police officers because uh, they hear it from oh, yeah, you and they say, this guy lived that life. And well, I, just I hate to say that, that, but yeah, I could see where when the police officers were speaking, the kids were looking all around. Looking all around say, and okay, were, okay. But when I was speaking, um, and I'm not saying this to blow my own horn, uh, they were listening. They listened. Because uh, they know that I came from that life and I came similar to to what um, what they're used to because it's inner city youth and stuff. And, um, and um, like I said, if anybody can gain any type of, of, of inkling to quit what they're doing, stop moving forward in, in that type of life, um, man, I've done my job. I've done my job. And... Um, I'm a perfect example, I'd like to say, of someone that can change, is someone that can give back to the community. Um, I do, I do faith-based movies talking about homelessness, talking about drug abuse, uh, sex trafficking, and um, that the message is that um, God um, is in the middle and, um, and that, that he is the answer. And um, I'm not one of those, um, those faith-based people that, that cram God down people's throats, but it's what helped me. And, and you have your around. own congregation, actually, or your I'm a church? pastor. Yeah, pastor. Bridge the Gap, Texas. Bridge, yeah, Texas. Bridge the okay. Gap, Texas. Which we city? Come, we are in um, in Austin, San Antonio. Oh, area. San Antonio. Okay. And um, Bridge the Gap means that we're bridging the gap between, bridge. you know, 
between uh, between people, God, and about, and the people that, that society's forgotten or given no hope to, um, we're here to say that, uh, you know, God, God hasn't forgotten you. We haven't forgotten you. You can change. You can be a, a, an example of a good citizen. You can, um, you can change your whole life around because I did it. And you got your, uh, you told me you got uh, your pardon actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And your so, voting right is back. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And um, like I said, uh, you, you can change. You can be a, 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 a citizen. You can be a, um, you can be someone that contributes to society. Um, not everyone that's in prison um, is going to be that, that, that person that never changes. Um, there are people in there that, never that bad circumstances in life or, you know, or just took a wrong turn, but they're sorry about it. And um, I, I am here to say that a lot of those people in prison um, can change. And you were in California prisons. Yes. Okay. Yes. And tell us about your wrestling. Uh, so I was doing a movie in Texas called Tapeworm Z, and um, I met one of my best friends now, um, Tony Covington, and uh, we were just talking, and I'm good at improv. And uh, he was like, man, he goes, you're better than some of these wrestlers on there. And I could change my voice up. I do the whole Hollywood Ocho voice. <laughs> and... Um, and he was like, Dude, he goes, just come on down. He goes, uh, make a special guest appearance. We'll say you're an actor coming in. You and have to play I, one of those came, scripts that in the last movie. Oh, I came us. in in full gear, boots, everything, and they had me wrestling that first show. And ever since then, I've learned. Um, they've taught me. Um, they've taught me uh, more about pro wrestling and how to how to how to do uh, falls and grappling and and all kinds of stuff and uh sooner or later i was i was wrestling every single month and um i have this whole now you persona hollywood ocho. hobby <laughs> yeah hollywood ocho it became a job uh third fourth job and um i i'm now half owner of, of a wrestling promotion too um tpw aiwf and That's up in tennessee yeah. and so um i'm one of the main i'm one of the main heels up there in tennessee so um, I'm loving it. It's just another doorway, um, another another thing where it gives me that platform, um, where people that are fans or you know that can say, "Hey, look, he did this. He accomplished this, and um, he, look where he came from." How many children you have? I have five teens. Five teenagers. Yeah, for ranging from 18 to 14, wow. and I'm hoping to be uh, to leave a better legacy than what I originally started off as. And any of them was born during the time that you were incarcerated, no. or all of them? They are after. They're you afterwards, came out. and I'm glad for that too. You know, and That's I good. started to be a bad father, just like my father was towards my first son. Mm -hmm. I was I was choosing drinking drugs and women over over um, taking care of him, and I'm glad that um, I changed my How ways. How old is he right now? He's 18. 18. And okay. I'm, I'm glad I changed my ways. And I'm glad that um, he's seen he a should different. should be proud of Yeah, you. that now he sees a different father. And I'm proud of all my kids because they didn't follow in my footsteps. Uh, they're all squares, and I'm proud of that. That's um, great. My daughter's graduating um, this year from high school, and she got accepted to like four universities. So Four universities? Yeah, what, she, what wants majors? Be, she wants to be a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Okay, yeah, that's so, great. So, so I'm living proof that anyone can change. Yep, exactly. And so you are successful also in the movie and 
I, I like that sound, that voice that you pretend is your Hollywood the voice. Hollywood Ocho voice. <laughs> If you don't listen to me. What happens? Yeah, you <laughs> will be destroyed. <laughs> That's interesting. Now I'm going to watch your movies. So yeah, <laughs> watch my movies. On American Check Soil. Yeah. On American Soil is my newest one. I'm filming now in Austin, um, I just um, which was released. Um, I don't know if you know the actor Damien Chapa from Blood In, Blood Out. It was a big movie in L.A. in the 90s. Um, he played Miklo. Um, we both played together in a movie called uh, The Mexican Connection. He's the main uh, good guy on the main villain. Typecasted again. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> that's out in all all platforms, and um, I'm just I'm just happy doing what I'm doing and, and helping others right now. What about the Vegas? Uh, what brought you to Vegas today? So um, they had asked me to be on this show, and I used it as an opportunity. I was just finishing up in Phoenix to have a mini vacation, get away from those teens with my mm, wife. Yeah. And um, where we've been. But you're based with your uh, teens actually in Texas. In Austin. Texas. Yeah. In Texas, uh, we we live um, in Texas, um, kind of by San Antonio, and um, and Austin isn't too far. Um, and uh, we do stuff in there. We we help feed the homeless. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people uh, think because you're an actor, you make a lot of money. Um, uh, all my money I put back into into the community. So um, wow. I. Um, We feed the homeless. We make hygiene packages for them. Um, I go down there. I pray for them. I, I become friends with them because they they really just need people to know that um, that they're cared about and that someone does. Let me ask you, you deal with the homeless, and the homelessness is a big issue in Los Angeles and also recently Skid even in Road. downtown yeah, downtown Las Vegas behind mm -hmm. our office as well. We see it a lot. Yeah. Uh, what's the reason of the homelessness? All of them are the I same think, or I different. Think it, I what's, think the, it, what's the situation? When COVID, when COVID hit, it got worse. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people stopped working, um, and they got comfortable. Mm -hmm. Some got comfortable with it. Some um, just were unable to find work. And when they did come back to work, they weren't paying much. Um, we try and get them off the streets, too. We try and find them shelters. We try and find them... Um, places that they can go and get help. How much of the homelessness, you, based on your experience, is the mental issues? There's a lot of mental issues. There's a lot of drug abuse issues. Um, but um, we all we always try and find um, resources. Uh, my wife is continuously um, looking for resources on different on on like mental issues, on drug abuse. Um, we we try and find them places. A lot of people that don't want to go and get help, but there's a lot of people who reach out to and, and try and get and help. And what's the solution for those people they don't want to go? Um, just keep loving on them. Um, I'm sorry, but um, my thing is you just show them love. Um, we go out there at Some least. Some of them they don't want to go to shelter at all. Yeah, we go out there at least once a week, and we we try and hear them. We try and we 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 become their friends because um, they know that we do care about them. That we that we um, that we're um, out there for them, and um, we try our hardest to do whatever we can to get them off the streets. There's going to mm -hmm. be those that don't, but um, my thing is I continue praying for them and believing that that um, that they're going to succeed and, and and get off the streets eventually. That's interesting, hearing from someone that has a very experienced, close to the homelessness, actually, that you're trying to help. I'm trying. You know, like I said, I, I was a taker before. I'm trying to be a giver. Uh, I'm trying to help those that society just forgets about and turns their back on and um, because everyone's important no matter who they are. You know what I mean? No matter where they come from, their, their social background, their financial background, mm -hmm. everyone is important. And... 
you were watching before that the videos that was played in the studio possibly the, oh, regarding yeah, the, the, the violation the of the quorum of the court or something you have been in those positions yes what yeah, was your reaction when you saw those videos i was like man he's stupid that that he's lucky that that family didn't um, throw the book at him because they had that opportunity with the judge um that's that shows someone he probably has mental issues and and he has no remorse and um i i feel bad for him i feel bad for the i feel bad for the family especially um uh I hope that he. I hope that. Have well, you seen such a I thing in the courtroom well, when you were in the courtroom? I've seen a lot of stuff like you that. Seen? There's people that just don't care. Um, I I did what I did, but I would have never disrespected the family like that. Um, that that I hope he learns something in prison. I hope. Um, because that it, was equal to the life sentence, uh, the yeah. 50 years. 50 years. 20 if he does get out, I hope, 50 I hope he has changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, there's nothing you can do but pray and hope that he does change. That's interesting. Thank you for coming in. Do you want to add anything else? Um, just um, bridge the gap. Um, we have we have branches all over the United States, and Cincinnati, Texas, um, the Phoenix area, and um, just know that um, when you see that um, homeless person uh, begging for change, when you see that gang member, don't judge a book by its cover um, because anybody can change, and. Um, and we're all special. We're all special in God's eyes, and um, and we're all people. Thank you, know. you for coming in, and thank, thank you. you for all the givings, and congrats on well, turning I, your I, life back. Actually. I hope your your show, Sex, Lies, and, and Lawyers, lawyers that's does, good does good and, and propels you to <laughs> levels that only Hollywood yeah, Ocho can too. go to. <laughs> thank you very much thank for you. coming in. Thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you.